a playlist original. Ready to be petty. Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here. I feel like sometimes when I listen back to this, I sound like Debbie Downs when I'm doing that intro. So I've been trying to like hype myself up. So now I do like these like crazy arm movements just to like get enthusiasm in my voice. Uh it's sad, sad and dark times around here. Anyways, I'm so glad you're here. A few notes before we get to today's episode. I have been on two podcasts this week. Super exciting. First off, Too Stupid to Live. I chatted with Becky about the book A Girl Like Her by Talia Hibbert. Eber, I don't know. But a very, like, of-the-moment romance novelist right now. And I love the concept of her podcast. Basically, she does romance novel reviews uh, for books under $5. So, you know, it's accessible for, for people to purchase. I read the book Free on Kobo Unlimited. Shout out to them. And it was super fun to talk about it. The other podcast I was on was with the old millennials. And we talked about um, 90s and 2000s makeup. It was so much fun. You might remember Margot and Emily from a few episodes back. But, you know, we talked about the first time we bought makeup when we were like allowed to start wearing makeup what our relationship to makeup is and was and all of that stuff. We talked about what 90s slash 2000s makeup we would want back. I talked a lot about the Dr. Pepper Lip Smackers and they're in the U.S. and obvi, I'm Canadian. So we talked a little bit about the differences between makeup trends then like I talked about how we didn't have Sephora and I went to Sephora for the first time in like grade 10 or something in Seattle and it was life-changing to say the least so you can listen to that over at Old Millennials and I want to share that this week's Patreon exclusive episode is on the We Charity Scandal with one of my IRL friends, Lisa, and then the host of It's Become a Whole Thing, Miss Emily Rose. And we were all involved in this uh, Canadian volunteer organization called Free the Children, and then more recently, We. And we are just talking about all the juicy drama that went on behind the scenes because there was a lot. So if you want to join us over that over there, you can find a weekly bonus episode as well as access to our discord community at patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. And that brings us to our patron shout out of the week. I want to say thank you to Elizabeth, aka at Hermit Power. I love that I got you into Summer House. That is like, I feel like one of the biggest accomplishments 
of the podcast. I love exchanging voice notes with you. And I love when you send me memes. I feel like we are always on the same page. And it's just nice to dish with someone who has the same interests as me, of course. (laughs) So thanks, Elizabeth, for joining Patreon. Before we get to the show, last but not least, I just want to give a content warning. We do talk a little bit about anti-Semitism and anti-Black racism when we talk about Kanye West in the latter half of the show, but I know that can be difficult to listen to, so feel free to skip out. There's timestamps in the episode show notes, so you can just skip around Or if you do listen, take care of yourself um, afterward and and during. (laughs) Okay, folks, I think it's time to get to the show. Here is my conversation with Sasha. I'm back with a very special guest, Sasha Joseph of the Mess Magnets podcast. Sasha, how are you? So good. So excited to be here. Like, I finally made it. I feel. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. Because I remember talking with Kirsten, who is the other half of Mess Magnets, about, oh, like, there aren't that many pop culture podcasts. Like, you know, what should I be listening to? And then she recommended you. And this is before Mess Magnets was even a thing. Um, And then I've been listening since. And then randomly we were like, oh maybe we should also start one um but that's a little not different but just like you know let's let's add our own ratchetness to it or maybe (laughs) mine Uh, but you know it really came out of like her suggesting to listen to you so I'm excited to be here that's so exciting yeah I I know I feel like even just in the last like two or three months there's been a lot of pop culture podcasts that have popped up But it's like everyone's adding their own perspectives Mm -hmm. and like covering different things. So I don't know if people feel competitive, but I'm just like, "Ah, I listen to. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I listen to like 10 a week and I want different perspectives and stuff. So and I think different people do different research. That's my favorite Mm -hmm. piece of it, where I think you're really good about like pulling all the social media stuff to be like, oh, this person did this here. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think when I do research, it's very much like, okay, let me tell you what happened. Let's Mm -hmm. go back a little. Let's tell their drama. Yes, yes. So that's what feels exciting. Yeah. And just obsession with pop culture. Here we are. Yeah, it's 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 an obsession <laughs> for sure. So we have like been planning to record this podcast for like such a long time. Yes. And so like the week rolls around and usually I do like a few I, I put a and a box on my Instagram page. I uh, scour all the gossip websites. I'm on Reddit. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm, you know, pulling everything. And literally, it seems like the driest week in pop culture history. Like, honestly, I think that should be at this point every pop culture podcast, like, um, a title The Driest Week. <laughs> because nothing. I said this on Mess Magnets too, but I really have to know, did the Try Guys do something to the universe? Where did men finally taking accountability about something make balance the scales a little too much? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so like that is a good point. Like what happened this week? That just made everyone be on their best behavior, I guess. 
Yeah, right? Like, oh, it could be that because I think wife guys are down bad. We obviously yeah. know this. <laughs> yeah. So they're just like, well, I think we just need to put everything on lockdown. Shut it down. Because a lot of, and I'm very into sports. So mm-hmm. a lot of my drama that I've been like explaining about has been around sports. Because I was like, well, athletes are still going to athletes. And th- yeah. they're still going to do dumb shit. So that's where I feel like I've been getting a lot of my tea from, I have to say. That's good. Yeah, I feel like, I know, I feel like I'm starved for content. Like, I just, I truly feel that way. So regardless of that, we still have some things to talk about. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do some updates on some celeb couples. We're going to talk about Anna Delvey, the Kardashians, and then nominate Pettyweight Champions of the Week and share, and Sasha's going to share her This Week in Petty story. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's dive in. The first couple, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. And since you're big into sports, this is perfect for you (laughs) because I am not. But Tom and Giselle are seemingly going through a divorce right now. Yeah, I feel like this stuff has been going on for a while. Maybe it's just not officially. But it's, yeah, it was pretty obvious that she is allegedly fed up with him that's kind of I think their story but also right like is it Tom's people in these PR streets just catching up we don't know but basically Tom tried to retire or did retire question mark depends who you talk to yeah Uh, yeah last year or whatever the end of last season before this new season started and she was really excited she's like yes I'm so ready let's make it happen we're finally gonna focus on family because maybe folks are like why is this an issue he's 45 years old in the NFL you maybe make it to mid-30s right so interesting it's been a while and I think that she Giselle had more money coming into this relationship, right? Like, she has been a boss, too. It's not like, oh, she's a second to anything or anyone. So I think mm-hmm. that's also, a le- like, been an issue for them where it, when you're dating a football player, it's very much, or I'm sure any athlete, like, it's very much, like, their career. And uh, if they need to move, you got to move, right? All of that all culminates to that person maybe being the number one in the relationship. And I know it's a partnership in other ways, but still, it is what it is. So I think that at 45, she's like, it's enough. Like, you need to raise your kids because they have three kids together. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just need to be around because if folks don't know, like, American football, I mean, concussions galore, especially Mm -hmm. for quarterbacks. Like, everyone's coming for you. You're the main person. Mm -hmm. So, one bad hit, and it's, like, it could be life-threatening. Knock on wood that we don't hope that. So, yeah, that's where all of this comes from. So, basically, he said, I'm going to retire, but it got leaked beforehand. So, he didn't announce it. First, someone else did. And then I think... From that, but it's that person was like a reliable source. It's not like some right. random off the street. And then I don't know if it was spite. I don't know if it was like I want to go out on my own terms. I uh, don't like home, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that he decided to unretire. Brutal. Yeah. So that's where I think all of this comes from. And the biggest joke. This is how you know Tom is kind of wild because he 
So when he decided to retire, a lot of his teammates were like, well, I don't need to be at Tampa Bay anymore. I'm going to go. So someone actually landed, I believe, I don't remember where exactly, actually, so I don't want to say. But uh, this is like an interview, and that player said it. And they literally were about to walk into that team, the new team's facility to practice for them. And Tom calls and was like, actually, I'm not retiring. Get your ass back. And he left. Holy shit. Yes. So, so he's okay, messed so, is the point. So Tom was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And then, so you're saying when he retired, a bunch of the players were like, okay, our team's shit now. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. Like, this is the person that I know for a fact is he said it. I, I forget mm-hmm. his name now. Um, yeah. But either way, it doesn't matter. Like, it's yeah. someone pretty big. I think it was, it was it Leonard Fournette? Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is, it was like a big player that was yeah. like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's really interesting because you're right. This hasn't been, um, like, this wouldn't be surprising to anyone. Like, Giselle, even in her memoir, which I just listened to the celebrity memoir, Book Club Girls talk about this. But, like, she was saying back then that she gave up a lot for her football career. And she was the highest paid working model from yes. 2012 to like 2015 or 2016, something like that. So you're right. She was also doing really well. But a football career, like the life of an athlete is so taxing, like not just on your physical body, but like the hours put in on practice and press and games away and all of that. So I could see it being like really frustrating for whoever, you know, your partner is. And yeah, the press has been really interesting covering this because I definitely think like Giselle looks like the better person. Period. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she like everyone was like Tom's annoying for continuing his football career. And like also, I don't know. So they have three children together, but one of them isn't biologically mm-hmm. Giselle's. It's from uh, Tom's previous girlfriend, Bridget Moynihan, who played Natasha on Sex in the City. Um, again, listening to the celebrity memoir book club girls, it seemed like they had just started dating when he found out that Bridget was pregnant And then Giselle was like, okay, well, we just started dating, but, like, we don't want our kids to be, like, a billion years apart, so we'll, like, push up the deadlines. I like, yeah, I like to have kids so they're, like, generally the same age, and I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like she's made a lot of of sacrifices for this man, and I don't know. So, yeah, so I think that she is getting, like, the the good uh, press. yeah. And, like, people are watching Harvey move. Like, yesterday she commented a praying hands emoji on an Instagram post, like, quote, that was, like, you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny because, I mean, he was retired, I think, for 40 days. Until oh, he went my back. God. Yeah. Uh, he's so, so annoying. Exactly. So I think it's just, 
I can't imagine what it is. And again, folks that know him, I think he's very disciplined. So I can't imagine having a relationship with someone that needs to go to bed at like 7 p.m. at night, that wakes up super early, you know, that is on the road all the time watching film. Because he actually, I think, watches films and then will tell his players what to do even though he's not the coach. So it's just, imagine all of that regiment and then having to put up with that while you're probably the only parent in the house, whatever that may mean, right? Obviously, they are still very rich. They have lots of help. Uh, But you know, but you're one, your partner isn't around. Yeah, and when you, even if you have help, you're still the person managing the household and stuff. So yeah, it's so, so interesting. So I guess we'll see you know, what happens next. If they do get a divorce, do you have any, like, people that you would want to see them date? Um, For Giselle, oh, my God. She's so badass, you know what I mean? I can't, I... I know folks are already joking about Pete Davidson, so I would oh my rather, God. <laughs> like, I will become her bodyguard yeah, if I yes. need to. Yes. I wanted to, I think, date, like, an ethically conscious, like, billionaire. I think that's what she deserves. <laughs> listen I'm dreaming um for him he's gonna be with probably unfortunately someone probably a little younger than him I can't see him going Aaron Rodgers um Shailene Woodley age Mm -hmm. gap but I can see him like dating someone younger like in her 30s I think yeah um like not Instagram model but you know probably someone like a little higher (laughs) caliber just because of who he is but oh my god like that's like you know it's like LeBron James Serena Williams Tom Brady like and maybe he dates like another athlete because that would be wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I was thinking Instagram model too. But then I was like, you're right. He's literally like the best in his exactly. field. So like he, and that's why he would want to date someone like Giselle who's best in her mm-hmm. field. So yeah, interesting. I don't know. I could just see him with like another supermodel. Yeah, it's the, you know, maybe him and Behati could get together. Oh, yeah. You can dump Adam. Okay, let's talk talk about them next. (laughs) So all of this shit blew up a few weeks ago. This is when I was uh, subbing for you on Yes. So this was, like, blowing up. But now they, like, are seen at the beach, like, a happy family. Not saying that, like that's necessarily even the case but like it's just so weird how quickly this blew over and why is he getting away with it question mark Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. not again I will never drag her I think she is just you know he did this to them Mm -hmm. period so that's number one where I am but I really just want to know why like why is Adam okay with all of us and then not okay as in why are we the the royal we not you and I yeah (laughs) because we are listen are on here on a podcast dragging his ass yeah um and they just Maroon 5 just got a residency too I know so it's giving did they did he plan this because he's like listen I'm relevant again Yeah, I, okay, I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on too much, Mm -hmm. but I kind of feel like it was planned because 
Okay, because like he basically got away with it scot free. Summer Stroh is promoting a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Maroon 5 hasn't been relevant since their Super Bowl performance. And like, I would argue, like, that was like, I think 2017. Like, I would argue they weren't even that famous then. No. So, yeah, I like low key kind of think it was planned because I know that people would be like, well, why would they plan this negative press? Negative press goes viral. Like, if he did something good, if he donated, like, a million dollars to, like, whatever charity, like, no one would give a fuck, which is so sad, but it's true. true. Yeah, it's so weird. So, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe that's why Bahati's okay with it, because maybe it's just leaked on purpose. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering, right, is that would it be – hey, this happened, but I'm over, you know, like, as in we're, we've moved past it, but yeah. Summer Show is coming out, blah, 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 um, et cetera, et cetera. So it, the timing works out well for everything yes. that you just outlined. And then it's like, will, are, not are you okay with it, but I think we need to capitalize on it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Also, I've been calling her Summer. Her name is for sure yeah, Sumner. Sumner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Either like, way. Because like, I said I was wrong. I was like, I don't know anything. No, <laughs> it's Sumner because that was how the all the drama started. Oh, was that's that so funny. Adam wanted to her name. His kids. Yeah, Sumner. Oh my god. So funny. It's oh my god. But yeah, and I guess there were also I was I was gonna say thank God I looked it up. There was an SNL skit I guess that mocked Adam Levine and Army Hammer. So, like, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, but at least they mocked them, unlike the Try Guys skit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That was that was out of pocket. Yeah. So, it just, it's, I feel like wife guys are getting away with too much. And 100%. I, and I'm confused why. Yes. So am I. Um, the next couple we wanted to talk about was Leo and Gigi. Just, like, an update. Like, people were, like, what the hell are they like actually dating? And so apparently they stayed at all the same hotels in Paris and Milan for fashion weeks. So I guess this could actually be official. That's wild. I know. Zane, her ex, seems like such a child in comparison to Leo. Exactly. Because <laughs> when I saw this, I I was like one I think Kirsten said this, but folks were like, did, are they confused? Did he think that she was her sister uh, (laughs) instead? And maybe when Bella Hadid turns 25, which I have to say, I thought Gigi was a younger sister until like a few weeks ago. Oh my God. She's the older sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you're right. Cause Bella just turned, but didn't Bella turn 26? Maybe, but yeah, I, think I think she that just was. turned. 26, oh yeah, she but, just turned twenty six. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you're right because Bella or uh, sorry, you're right. Gigi is oh, it's older, older than twenty six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same, same, but diff. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it doesn't comprehend in my brain. And like, why aren't we dragging the weekend for dating a younger woman too? How old's the weekend? So we, I mean, he's. He's more appropriate. Yeah, age appropriate. Yeah, he's yeah. thirty two. So, I mean, oh, yeah, that's still like, like when they dated, she exactly. would have been early 20s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, so weird. But yeah, I, I'm just interested to follow this couple because I don't know. I kind of just thought it was like maybe a photo, you know, 
thing. Yeah, the PR at, situation. Yeah, yeah, at, in New York, but maybe it could be something more than that. Oh and my then, god, no. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. <me. laughs> let it be the PR weird thing that it is. <laughs> truly, truly. Uh, the next couple we wanted to talk about was Kay- Kaylee Cuoco and Tom Pelfrey. I've never said his name out loud, so yeah, please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They are expecting a baby girl. I didn't know they were dating, but they like hard launched uh, her pregnancy on Instagram. Tom is an actor from Ozark, and I'm sure he's in other things, but that's what he's like most known for and I was just thinking back a few months ago when they were or like maybe a year ago when they were trying to make Pete and Kaylee happen because of their movie together yeah (laughs) and like it just feels like time is a flat line I it makes no sense right like for every Pete no for every yeah for every Pete Davidson we we are putting up Kaylee Coco as our contender Almost, mm-hmm. right, for women. So I can't believe that she's actually with someone and that she's having a baby by then. Uh, yeah. I'm very conf- I just have to say I'm confused. Yeah, it was just kind of, it seemed a little bit out of the blue. Like, they seem stoked, so, like, good for you. But, yeah, it, it's, I don't know, I've been fe- um, following her relationships like I do any other celebs, and, yeah, it seems like it's been, you know, hard. I think she yeah. got married twice, didn't she? Three. Like, I think this three is her fourth. Oh, my God. Isn't this yeah. her fourth husband? I don't Are think they they're married. Okay, I so then she, I believe she's girlfriend. been married three times then. Why? The tennis guy. Yes. Okay, I'm a liar. It was twice. Okay. Twice. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, it's still. Um, it's okay. We still have Lori Harvey, but. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my oh god, god, I'm dead. So I guess I'll just say congrats to yes. Kaylee and Tom. Uh, yeah, it came out of the blue, but uh, congratulations nonetheless. <laughs> right, me just trying to figure out who this and what's going on. Literally, because I was like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, he's in Ozark. So exactly. Probably a lot of people do know him. Yeah. I just am not familiar. Sorry, <laughs> like, we're horrible. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Ozark seems scary and I just don't want to watch it. So, yeah, never seen this man in my life. <laughs> I know. Sorry, my dad tells man. me every time. He's like, you need to watch. You need to watch. Same with my just dad. Just like, please. <laughs> I know. One day, maybe. <laughs> No, there's a 0% chance that I'll watch it, but I still get told, like, once a month to watch it. I'm like, can't be that fucking good. Let me tell you that. Oh, God, I'm crying. (laughs) So, Anna Delvey was released from her immigration detention center on Friday, and she has been so fucking busy. Did you watch Inventing Anna on Netflix? Okay, okay, love that, because I didn't. Okay, okay, I, yeah, I watched it. I just, like, could not get over the actress's voice who played her, so I was like, even though I do want to watch this, I just don't think I can. So it's that's actually so Anna's voice, apparently, Oh my is God. why, um, yeah, they, like, the actress was trying so hard, because she's known to, like, have this weird German, um, but Russian, yes, like, yes. accent together. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like, what she's known for. 
Oh my god, mm-hmm. and I don't like I don't like talking shit about people's voices. No, of course it's like, you can't change it. And I mean, who am I like, to talk? Look how I sound, but yeah, yeah like I'm so fucking annoying. No, like, like, say, like, I feel like I sound like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I sound. I swear to God, I sound like a chipmunk, especially on recordings. Like I don't know how people listen to this. Like we literally. appreciate y'all. Please keep listening. Yes, yes. But like it's so painful. So like I never want to like talk shit about someone's voice. But I just could not do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Anna's show. voice. Oh God, I'm yeah. so sorry. Because the woman that played her is like famous. She, oh, now I'm forgetting everything. My brain can only remember things when it's relevant for that re- moment. But the actress that played Anna uh, Delvey, I think, is in another. Obviously, was from another TV show, and folks like really liked her. Yeah, yeah. So people said that it was really accurate to what Anna yes. actually is talks like no I like listen to it yeah yeah yeah, it is oh wild Mm -hmm. okay because I was like there must be some reason that you're doing this annoying as fuck accent yeah yeah Julia Garner oh my god yeah so she that is not what she sounds like because she's she's been nominated for like Emmys and stuff so it's like a big deal wild yeah and I'm trying to figure out oh she's also in Ozark that's what it was Oh my god, shut up. Yes. I was like, I know it's something crazy that Yes. I mean so people know her from Ozark. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, So so that's why folks were like, well, we know she's great from Ozark. Uh, and then they were that's why they were excited for her to like watch or to play this character. Oh my god, that's so fucking Mm -hmm. funny. So, okay, so in prison, when she was yes. in prison, everyone knows Anna Delvey. She was the scam artist. She scammed, like, 200K from, like, rich men and her, like, best friends. Yeah. In prison, she was doing video podcasts. <laughs> she sold an her. NFT. Uh, she was on Instagram selling her own art. She did, like, an art gallery opening. Like, it was just, like, fucking insane. She got out of this detention center on Friday since then, so we're recording this on Wednesday, she has done a New York Times article. She has done a photo shoot where the photographer was on the fire escape because she's on, like, house arrest. But I think she can go a little, like, she can go out of yeah. her. Yeah, she can go out of her uh, house. She did a pop walk showing off her ankle bracelet. Like she's Lindsay Lohan, circa early 2000s and it's just absolutely wild how she is like still relevant and doing the most (laughs) exactly I mean first of all I cannot say I'm not team Emma okay unfortunately I want to call me petty maybe I'm petty weight champion of the I don't know okay (laughs) but the point is that I I can't I can't be mad at her because why are we Wait, here's another thing. Here's why are we so obsessed with Firefest? Because it was rich people getting scammed. I'm sorry. There is some sick part of us that are like, you maybe, not that being rich is an issue, but I think obnoxious rich people, which is what Anna hung out with a lot of the times, maybe deserve their comeuppance. Like she's going and hanging out with Warren Buffett. Yeah, like like, the richest man for a long time. Yes. Yeah. So, also, did you know that Anna, who Anna was roommates with? No. Okay. So, this is why I feel like something as we live in a simulation. Because Anna was roommates with Billy from Firefest. 
and Martin, the pharma man, the pharma boy, bro, sorry, not me forgetting, the pharma bro, they were fucking roommates. In this detention center? No, like, in real life, like, before they, like, when the- Just wait, like, not in prison. No! In fucking real life? Yeah, in New York. Oh, my so God. So, in the show, she even says, Billy, fire sounds so stupid. Why are you doing this? So, I was like, who that is? What? And so, I looked it up. That's, The oh pharma girl one, I'm not, like, but she hung out with him, too. Like, he's very much oh in God. the, yeah. um, in the show, too. But I'm pretty sure all, either that the three of them were roommates, her and Billy for sure were roommates, yeah. period. But I think Martin, Shanker, and Ellie, however you say his last name, I don't care. Uh, he sucks. It, yeah, we're, like, they were friends. <laughs> that, like, you just, you can't make this up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's so wild. You cannot make yeah, this up. Yeah, Billy McFarland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the world just works in mysterious ways. So, in this New York Times article, she said she has already spent the $320,000 she got from Netflix for Inventing Anna, which I thought was really low. Like, that's what right? she sold, I guess, her, like likeness for i'm like Mm -hmm. girl you should have asked for like a million yeah and especially because listen anna might be a lot of things but i feel like she's pretty on it as a businesswoman but i think she also gets desperate so i like they at least again i don't know her personally it's just from what we've i have seen in the show and just a few of her interviews it felt like i think she just like yeah was desperate at that moment yeah yeah that makes sense she says she has paid for three months of rent on her East Village apartment up front. And the interviewer asked, well, if you spent all the money, where is your current money coming from? And she said, you're going to have to ask the government. Like, Iconic. what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, are they paying her? You know what I mean? At this point, yeah. I'm like, did they do you dirty and now they need to pay you? What? Yeah. No, but no, this is how she is. Yes, she's a scammer after all. Like, y'all, you don't don't need to worry because she got a Wall Street banker to get get her millions of dollars, almost, maybe, millions of dollars in loans. Like, (laughs) she is not small potatoes. 100%, yeah. I can't tell you if I'm on her side because I haven't, I haven't delved delved lol too far into this story but i will say one of like friend of the pod courtney is obsessed with her and honestly the way that she came out looking for her like first paparazzi walk was giving me princess diana in the revenge dress like it was yeah 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 it was unreal her heels, I don't know why, were my favorite part of it all. Oh my god, the heels, the sunglasses, the like hood, like it was it was all perfect. It was it was really iconic. So Yeah, I, the hood, I would never put it together and it just looks so good on her. I have I to know, say. I know, I know. And like the kind of like Carmen San Diego coat, yeah. like it was just it was just like so perfect. So yeah, she's She's giving us content, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and the fact that all of this came together, and I think, because I I just read the New York Times article, and she's just Mm. like, yeah, my lawyer got me this apartment. How can the lawyer just get an apartment in New York? Make it make sense. I know, and like in the East Village, which is like a very sought-out after neighborhood, like, 
Yeah, yeah, she's she's powerful. I'm telling you, it's very weird. So weird. So yeah, we'll be we'll be all you know. All eyes are on Anna. We'll be watching her um, and her next move. See what she does with her uh, house arrest. Like she's she's doing more work than like she's grinding harder than I've ever grinded (laughs) exactly and i was gonna say i think she's gonna feed us with content she is one hundo cannot wait for the damn podcast to come out (laughs) yeah same because she says did you yeah you know as you know the the audio quality in prison isn't so great (laughs) yeah the video was like it was Definitely <laughs> recorded on a potato, but She's like so funny to me. It's so fucking funny. Like oh if God. I was in prison, like I am eating my meals, I'm watching TV, I'm laying in my bed pouting. I'm not selling NFTs and uh, finding podcasts to guest on. <laughs> it couldn't be me, okay? I'm not a hustler in life. I would definitely no. not be in prison. You know, I like maybe that's when I get back into shape. But that's, yeah. but, you yeah. know, th- let's be honest, with two years of this stay at home, I never did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally same. Like, I say that I would, but, like, I'm lying in bed. I'm using all my money to buy, exactly. like, Cheetos. And I'm just fucking feeling sorry for myself. Period. Okay? Because, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no mic, the situation glow up for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay, Ooh. let's move on to Kardashian news. Yes. Um, okay, more sports. Uh, I know. <laughs> sports stories for you. But Kim Kardashian went to a Cowboys versus Rams game and got completely booed by the entire stadium. It's just, I mean, this was in the Ram Stadium, so this was in LA. So mm-hmm. I think LA folks are just tired. And like, so tired. I just like, if a stadium of like, what, 50,000 people or whatever booed me, I would not be waking up the next morning, that's for sure. Oh my god. And I think that's why it's it's bizarre that she'd go. But I think she her kids were on the sideline, so that was cool. But I know, and I think yeah. Jay-Z has been doing that with Blue as well. So mm. I, I understand. And mm. it's very wild that they moved yeah. on from basketball to football. Oh yeah, that's such a good point, because there's yeah. such basketball girlies on the on the court, court side. Exactly. So why did you come? And then it, also the Rams are not like a, hist- I believe not a historically LA team. So that's why I find it more funny. That this is like a LA team that just got put to, or at least they just came back to LA. Right. So, right. <laughs> and they're already so booing her. That's so funny. So Bethany Frankel weighed in. She said she would. Okay, I'm just paraphrasing, yeah, by the way. She said, because people were like surprised, like, oh, why is Kim getting booed? And she was like, well, we shouldn't be surprised because base, baseball, I wrote baseball. It's football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's football. Yeah, I don't know what. This is, again, my sports no, knowledge. I wrote baseball. But, like, football is, like, you know, the every American uh, sport. 
I was going to say America's favorite pastime, but that's baseball. Baseball, yeah. Yes. And, like, Kim is, like, superficial, like, flex culture, like, ultra rich. And I think you're right. I think people are just kind of tired of her. Like, especially people that are, yeah, you know, that would be at a football game. Yeah. Also, the Rams have been in L.A. before, my bad. But they've just moved around. The Rams, they were St. Louis Rams when I got to know them, okay? But anyway, uh, (laughs) also I have to say, I think this is a specific thing with football culture because Patrick Mahomes, who, their mascot's racist, but anyway, Kansas, uh, everyone doesn't like his wife and his brother for the same thing. They're constantly posting TikToks on the sidelines while the game's happening. Um, They're, you know, like- That would be me. Exactly. (laughs) And they're like, but it's, no, because you- sense like if you're yeah folks don't like you you're not gonna do it (laughs) yes 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 Uh, but that would be me like at the game but not paying attention oh that's that's, I can see that but yeah so basically they like have been getting in a lot of like trouble for just you know being annoying quote-unquote and flexing so to me it's it's very parallel of like yeah for some reason NFL just seems to be over this culture yeah that's so interesting it's tough that she was with her kids like yeah that it's just gross i i wouldn't want to do that but yeah i would never boo well maybe i would depending on the person but like, yeah but i don't know it just seems so i wouldn't boo kim kardashian no neither would i but everyone already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and bethany is so weird like i have to say like she's she also called out uh the skin caroline which like deserved and then yeah. she called out kylie's Skincare yes, line too. Yes, and her lip kit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like Bethany just has her, like the Kardashians number at this point. Because I think yeah. she's just kind of over them. <laughs> I know, I know. And like, I, she, she does like to weigh in on like pop culture stuff. Right. So yeah, it's, she just has her nose in every mm-hmm. corner of the internet. Okay. Let's talk about Pete Davidson yes. again because he was seen with a huge band-aid across his like neck slash chest in the exact same spot of the Kim is my lawyer tattoo. So do you think he finally got this tattoo removed? Uh, here's the thing. I've been thinking about Pete randomly because why is he showing up in every commercial ever now? He's everywhere. Yes. Maybe he's still like, maybe this was shit from like that Chris Jenner Gen- put together yeah. for him. That's like- exactly what I think because, in, like, my husband's zero negative on pop culture, not even zero. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, I'm sitting there and he looks at me and he's like, Pete Davidson just shows up everywhere. And then I was like, wait, let me tell you everything. So I do believe this is, yeah, Chris Jenner because. My question is, is is she still his manager? Yeah, because she was his manager for a little bit. That's a good fucking question. So we know. I don't think we know. Yeah. Exactly. And we know that, sorry, what we do know is that Kris Jenner works harder than anyone in this whole business. So if she was like, maybe you cover it up. And if you want people to talk about you, we do that, you know. Again, maybe I'm giving it all too much credit, and maybe you're right that he just covered it up, and that's what it is. But knowing how this machine works, 
and what yeah. Ray J exposed. I yeah. really, you know, I just feel like we have to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, 100%. That actually makes a lot of sense because he's had like literally tens of tattoos uh, removed over the last couple years. And I've never seen him without a or with a Band-Aid. Yeah. So it's like sus that like the one tattoo we care about, he has like a huge Band-Aid that's like coming out of his shirt. Exactly. That's what it's just... If you tell me who his manager is still, then maybe I think that answers a lot of my questions. Because if yeah. Chris is not still his manager, maybe he is, like, finally, you know, trying to move on. But if yeah. not, and it wasn't someone, it, maybe it's not you. Maybe one of the folks listening knows. Because when he covered up the Ariana Grande stuff, didn't he, like, post about it? Um, I don't know if he posted a picture. He might have because he had the bunny ears and then he made right. it into a heart. You're right. Maybe he did post. But how do we know that? Maybe someone else saw. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the tattoo artist posted it. Right. I just remember knowing that he covered it up. Like it didn't. And I remember seeing the picture. That's why I didn't know if he posted it. So my point is that like I felt like they make it known. Yeah. If they cover it up. That's why I'm wondering. Yeah. That's a really good point fascinating okay well time will tell yeah I I just like I love that if their relationship was PR Chris is still her his manager and yeah that's why their like relationship ran its course yeah and they're I mean he's not on SNL he's not getting that money so what is he gonna do yeah truly yeah that's a good point. Yeah, and he can only play, like, a very specific character, I feel like. So, like, acting-wise. So, he's got to get paid somehow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. So, Chloe, there was some rumors going around about why she had a Band-Aid on her face. I follow a lot of, like, plastic surgery celebrity uh, photoshop <laughs> so account funny. yes it's so it's so fun though like it's it's an account where they compare the picture that the celebrity posted mm-hmm. and then just like the actual like raw photo from oh, like the paparazzi or like mm-hmm. whatever and you can see where they photoshopped or they compare pictures of like their old face to like their newer faces yeah. so anyways this oh, um Account was posting that Chloe, you know, was at the Balenciaga show and Chloe had posted one picture with like perfectly clear skin. And then this account posted the raw image and it had, she had a huge band aid across her face. So it started, like, started up a lot of questions about like where, like, what is the band aid covering and where did she, you know, what happened basically um I kind of felt bad for her because I was like okay it's so clearly she got something removed on her face oh yeah 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 like what like what other option is that when you have to wear a huge bandaid on your face like it's so it was so clearly like a tumor or something and then this week a few days ago she came out and said yes I had like melanoma and I got it removed everyone be sun safe wear sunscreen I'm like religious a religious sunscreen wearer Mm. and this happened to me so it can happen to anyone right 
Um, which I loved because I'm a big sun safety gal and it is so important to wear sunscreen and like, you know, sit in the shade while you can and cover up and all of those things. And it really shows you that like, she's right. The person with like the best, you know, dermatologists, doctors, etc., can't even, you know, prevent this thing. So. Yeah. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with plastic surgery, period. That's number one. But it's just the way they lie. They lie like a rug, right? Because imagine just be because I do believe this particular thing is exactly what she said. I don't think anything else kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm grateful that she's healthy. Again, period. Because it's not, nothing is worth, you know, someone's health. And I'm just, everything about her is so fake, which is wild because she was, I think, one of my favorites. So Mm -hmm. that's why I think it just, it feels so disingenuous, everything they say. Yeah, 100%. I, like, actually appreciate what she said because, like, you're right. She's had so much plastic surgery over the years. Like, people just assumed it was plastic surgery. So I do kind of feel bad for her that she was like, okay, I'm gonna have to, like, address this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I believe it was health-related. I I don't think it was anything else. Yeah, 100%. But um, it was funny also just because she then posted, like, a collage of all these pictures of her with Band-Aids on her face and, like, they were still so fucking photoshopped. Right? Like, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. But the message still stands. Uh, wear your sunscreen. Be sun safe. All of that stuff. Yeah. Like I said, I can't even be mad. I think it's, she's right. It's more just yeah. their whole vibe just kills me. I know. I know. Me too. So the last Kardashian story we're going to discuss today is Kanye West. He has been in the media for the last couple of weeks uh, due to some specific behaviors that have uh, really harmed certain communities. So the first one is he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt at Paris Fashion Week, and then again to North's basketball game. And then he went on several Instagram rants, uh, and then he was banned from Instagram and went to Twitter. He posted a series of anti-Semitic tweets and then got banned from Twitter. So we haven't heard from him since. This is, like, so sad and so fucking shitty at the same time. It's, like, just to see someone with, like, such a legacy just, like, ruin it all is sad. But then Mm -hmm. also just, like, the way that he's, like, inciting hate is just so fucking scary and and gross. Yeah, and I just also want to say that there is some distinction like I am Jewish so it's interesting because he you know he's like oh Jesus was a Jew and you know says a lot of um just ridiculous dog whistles about anti-semitism but also it's harmful because I'm thinking about black like Jews that are black and I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean Hebrew 
black Hebrew Israelites, that is a different, I'm trying to figure out like a kind way to say it, but that is just a different religion. Like they are Mm. not like, anyway, and you know, folks, if you want to learn more, like definitely look up other people that have done um, the actual research about it. Like I don't want to show up on here and say create like wrong things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point is that, you know, it's just, it's so hurtful and so hard because he's very much pushing hate narrative right like with the white lives matter shirt because he did a tucker carlson interview on fox news where you know it's just it's so obvious that he's being manipulated by tucker carlson also who um because vice right i think found a bunch of the the i don't know unedited or whatever the the clips they didn't use basically and um it's pretty obvious that tucker carlson knows what he's talking like what kanye was saying and they just don't stop him they're just kind of like yeah yeah say it more why because it works uh it sells um and i just think that he he, if he believes it or not i don't care um i just think that it's so frustrating and harmful because like no one's saying white lives don't matter like who has ever said that you know like that's not what black lives matter means and then the anti-semitic like just BS, right? About um like oh us controlling everything. What if I controlled more? I think I'd be richer. Okay. <laughs> so stop the madness with that. And it's just it's exhausting. And and then at the same point, like it's just wh- why are we and I don't again I don't mean us, I just mean why are folks still giving this man a platform? Because I don't, this just came out today too, and I meant to send it to you and I forgot, sorry. Um, okay. But LeBron, um, another sports thing, here I go. But mm-hmm. uh, LeBron uh, James hosts a talk, like a, ho- like it's a sit down talk show um, mm-hmm. called The Bar or The Shop. And uh, it's the uninterrupted. Anyway, so basically it's like a barbershop style conversation. And they actually pull, are going to pull the Kanye West episode. Because I guess they chatted with Kanye um, beforehand. And, you know, Kanye was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna, it's going to be a civil discourse. I don't know why they believed him. But they did. I guess that happened on Sunday. Whatever. That happened before. It, re- it got recorded yesterday, I believe, and they were like, we're not going to air it, and we want y'all to know that, and and the director or producer, whatever, someone put out a statement, actually, like, apologizing to the, uh, the crew and to the guests because of just how horrible his statements, like, Kanye's statements were. So the point is, like, why did we even think that there's, it's worth to platform him, right? And to give, to have him on, to share some stuff. And me, and a lot of people, I think, are jumping on this because they believe in it, right? Like, they're just like, yeah, finally, we have someone that's going to say the things we're, uh, we get, we'll get canceled, even whatever that means, to say, and, um, and I'm over it. And, I, and I'm just so, I think it just feels so frustrating. It's not funny anymore because Kim even, uh, Kim is paying rather for extra security at yeah. her kid's school because he yeah. docks the school. Like that's, why yeah. would you do that to your own kids? It's not normal. Yeah, because he has been also in his Instagram posts been talking about how he did, didn't get to choose the school that their kids went to. And again, alleging that they kidnapped his kids when they hosted a birthday party mm-hmm. for Chicago 
um, that he wasn't invited to. Yeah, you're so right about how how this is really allowing people to come forward with these thoughts. Like the tweet that was anti-Semitic had over 50,000 likes Mm -hmm. before it was pulled, like before his account was banned. So yeah, I just, you, you're right. Like some, I think sometimes with his rants, like, there was pieces of it that were funny like yeah or included jokes or like whatever and so people are like oh this is just like another Kanye rant but it's like the white lives matter t-shirt and then these tweets about Jewish people are just full and And untrue (laughs) you know what I mean it's like if you're gonna hate on me at least become correct no stop (laughs) like like yeah I think like a lot of people also forget how much power he wields. Yes, that's the he, thing. Like Yeezy and stuff like that is is and Sunday service and stuff is cult like. Like his following is cult like, and so he wields a lot of power. And what he says, you know, clearly resonated with fifty thousand people. Like that's fucked. So I don't know what's gonna happen next since he's been deplatformed. But it's brought up a lot of conversations about mental health and how, like, mental health doesn't cause you to be anti-Semitic. Exactly. Or wear White Lives Matter T-shirts. And a lot of his previous supporters, like Jaden Smith. Uh, John Legend, who was, like, Mm -hmm. literally discovered by Kanye, like, named him John Legend. That's not his real name. That's his, like, his stage name. They're coming, like, they're saying, as well as, like, you're talking about LeBron James, like, they're saying, we don't support this. Like, we're condemning his actions because, of course. And I've been watching a lot of Van Lathan clips, Mm. like, when he was at TMZ talking to Kanye when Kanye was saying that, yeah, like, slavery was a choice and stuff like that. And then, and just talking about how disappointed he was and how his quote-unquote free thinking was not grounded in reality. And, um... Yeah, it's just wild to follow, to say the least. Yeah, and it's and again, like I said, there's a difference, right? When Kanye's like, I don't read books. That's a different story, even though he is in charge of a whole school question mark. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and like yeah. and the everything questionable that comes out of that school that we don't know because yes. he makes all I think the kids and their families rather sign NDAs. Yeah, so that's it's fucking weird. Exactly. So that's what I mean. I just think like his that stuff, I think it's worth like being like, oh, interesting, like Kanye, it's wild, blah, blah, blah. But like th- there's a line and yeah. it and it just it's hate speech towards everyone to himself. Like there's so much internalized oppression inside him and, and it bless his heart, you know, what do you even say to that? Cause it's so I'm just like over it at this point and like I said, a shout out to like any black Jews because y'all, you know, it's they are seemingly being excluded from this whole conversation um, because I think a lot of folks are like only focusing on anti-Semitism and not focusing True. on the other stuff. And I don't think that's like right either. Like what the heck? Because it comes out, right? It's all in the same hate ecosystem um, that is white supremacy so right so it's fascinating when you see one side or the other um because 
there are so many folks that have multiple and identities like right all most of our identities are intersectional so um I just want to say like if folks are talking about it then like make sure you're nuanced in your like I definitely don't know enough I'm not a black woman um or I'm not black in you know black person so like I'm I just I think I'm over like constantly talking about the the other stuff but I think the anti-semitism stuff at least I know enough to talk Mm -hmm. about but it's just Mm-hmm. At that point, still understand that if you're only talking about, about his anti-Semitism and not the other stuff, you part of the problem. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah, it is what it is. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exhausting. Yeah. And yeah, like just seeing those pictures of Kim sitting in front of him at the basketball game and he's wearing that t-shirt and stuff like that. Like just some of these like still images are just and or like him with Candace Owens like yeah it's just I don't know it's yeah it's it's unbelievable oh wow yeah it's just I'm again I don't feel like we're surprised like for Ben Shapiro is you know another like right wing I don't even say it, like extremist Jewish human that you know mm-hmm. has been used in many ways and and, and not to excuse Ben Shapiro sucks uh, but I'm just saying, right, I think folks just want that one token to justify their hate. And I think 100%. that's what he is being used. Yeah. As. And that's what, yeah. again, because I saw those Tucker Carlson, in the, the more takes that we weren't shown. And it's yeah. so obvious, you know, that Tucker Carlson's like, oh, you can say anything you want on my show. Free speech, right? That's your yeah. belief. But, you know, it's... And, but Tucker Carlson's been using anti-Semitic dog whistle for years now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So he's just like, oh, I got another one to validate yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. So gross. Yeah, it's just... It's a cesspool. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like, are we forgetting when he was running for president what he said about his own child? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just like cleanse me of this. Yeah. And then showing up with a lanyard, right? Of a a sonogram. What the F are you doing, my guy? Yeah. Yeah. Showing porn to that like CEO or whatever. Like I just, eh, my God. It's it's difficult. Like, and we didn't even cover like a third of it. Like, yeah. It's just like we barely touched on it. I know. Like, we don't want to traumatize ourselves. We don't want to traumatize you more. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's move on to happier things. But I want, I did want to touch on that because, like, it is um, a one of the bigger news stories this week but also you know uh he is such a he's such a a culture creating prolific celebrity and so yeah when things like this happen like it definitely has an impact on people exactly so let's move on to pettyweight champion of the week this is the part of the show where sasha and actually i'm gonna nominate one yeah too Mm -hmm. um we nominate a pettyweight champion of the week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. So Sasha, who are you nominating this week? Yeah, so I see yours and I definitely, (laughs) listen, in contention. And I just have to say I'm so glad we waited one more day to record because my, before that I was going to use, again, another 
It's just so weird. What a weird, because uh, I didn't put it together until this podcast. But yeah, it was going to be another sports-related story that we covered on Mess Magnets. But instead, thankfully, this came to me. Uh, so I am nominating Ariel Elias, uh, the comedian. Yeah. So if folks are like, what the F, what's going on? Well, I will explain why. So she was performing in New Jersey, okay? And while she was performing, I guess part of her act is that she does um, some, like, question and answer around with the audience. Mm -hmm. Like, that's part of her act. Why would you do that? I don't know. But, you know, maybe she was like, I'm in New Jersey. I can, like, joke about people living in New Jersey. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a comedian. Anyway, (laughs) so one particular audience member um, was like, abnormally fixated on who she voted for for the presidential election yes 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 oh my god I'm so glad you're bringing (laughs) Mm -hmm. this up so they were just like and she was apparently she also wasn't doing any political material it was just kind of like the heckler was being the heckler so then she was like I want to know who you voted for blah 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 and she's not answering like Ariel isn't answering she's like why do you want to know why do you want to know well I could tell from your jokes that you voted for Biden the heckler is and and I heard the video I mean the lady sounds a little under the influence. And, uh, you know, I could tell from your jokes that you voted for Biden, which, okay. Uh, and then <laughs> she goes, well, I can tell by the fact that you're still talking when nobody wants you to that you voted for Trump. <laughs> oh, my God, right? And, you you know, that would have been enough, right? It's so funny. Would have been enough. But no, it gets a little crazier because then I think she continues to uh, talk because she gets like the, does a little more crowd work where she asks people like, well, boo, if you are tired of listening to this one, whatever, whatever, except that happens. And then, oh my God, um, th- she's still talking. She's still heckling. Somehow, I guess the owner of Uncle Vinny's where she's performing does talk to that lady and some mm-hmm. I think she's leaving or something and then her husband who was sitting at the next table swings a beer against the wall quote unquote and I mean listen like when I saw it if I thought it hit her but she just wait just wait just wait yeah, it, sorry. It, he threw it at the wall behind the comedian like a, like it literally went by her ear almost I'm sure it oh was, my god like it says it was only 50 this is someone saying that, oh, yeah, the uh, Ariel is saying it was only about 15, 16 feet away, but it happened so quickly. Oh, my we God. We heard a pop, and we thought someone popped a bottle of champagne, and then we noticed what happened, and he was already running out the door. So he's not the snowflake, question mark. But, right, <laughs> here's why she is my pettyweight champion of the week, right? Because she, she did some fun crowd work. With, you know, talking, yelling at this lady. But she mm-hmm. takes the beer that was mm-hmm. thrown and chugs it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's iconic. Yes. So that is why she is my pettyweight champion of the week. <laughs> okay. I definitely saw, like, a clip on this on TikTok, but it must have only been, like, the first 15 Yes. Seconds, so I'm going to have to go back and watch mm-hmm. the whole thing. That is a perfect pettyweight champion yeah. of the week. That's so funny. Yeah, it was really funny. It, it's funny. Okay, this is like going to sound like the craziest thing I've ever said on this <laughs> podcast. But like sometimes I'm like, I could do stand up. And then it's like the way that some comedians work the audience. Exactly. I'm like, I I could never. Like it, it's she was so quick on her feet. 
talking to uh, this person and yeah I just could never think of like comebacks that quickly you know? yeah, or I would just insult you know like I'm not funny yeah, so I would yeah. just go for a little be like well at least you're ugly yeah, you know yeah. like what that doesn't even make any sense okay Sasha me too like me too I'd be like well I'm the one on stage and you're in the audience like, yeah I'd be like who has the mic like I'm literally, I would yeah, tempt yeah. them to come get grab the mic from me at that point yeah. right because what else am I doing like a fool oh my god that's so funny okay I'm going to put the video in the show notes for people to see yes it's really funny yeah that's iconic that's such a great one and good for her because I think she was relatively unknown Mm -hmm. and then I think she's gotten a lot of press from this exactly so my petty weight champion of the week is Chris Colfer he was recently on the Michelle Collins show And she asked him, are you going to see Funny Girl, which obviously his old co-star from Glee, Leah Michelle stars in. So at first I was like, what? (laughs) It took me a second. I was like, who's that? (laughs) Yeah, Chris Colfer, if people don't know, was Kurt Hummel. Yeah, no, I knew Chris. I was like, who's Leah Michelle? And because you said her (laughs) married. I was like, what the, what is that? From um, oh, Leah Michelle, god. Rachel Berry. Oh god, that took so, me too. <laughs> because I just know her as Leah Michelle, like period. Yes. Oh, that was funny. Okay, anyway. So, uh, Michelle goes, "Are you uh, seeing Funny Girl?" Chris goes, "Oh, my day suddenly got so full." <laughs> And then he was like, I did see Six last night and it was amazing. Six is another Broadway musical. And then Michelle was like, okay, so you're not seeing Funny Girl is my guess while you're in town because he was in New York, obvi. And Chris goes, no, I can be triggered at home. Mm-hmm. So it's just wild how well Leah Michelle seemingly went unscathed like all those allegations about her being like racist and shitty colleague were in 2020 and then she like disappeared for 2021 and then re-emerged in 2022 and like seemingly unscathed from the general public yeah. but Chris Colfer did not forget <laughs> so <laughs> Someone tweeted, it must have been, um, like, going to war to go to work Yes. Literally, like, I'll just get triggered at home. I was like, hey, that's so funny. And I just love also that he is being petty about her because, obviously, she's, like, the more famous, more, uh, like, she's she's working. I don't know if he's super, like like involved with any projects right now but he kind of like fell off so I like that he's like sticking with his guns and not like continuing to say stuff even though like it could like hurt his career mm-hmm. yeah and we know for some reason again she has a lot of fo- like con- not control a lot of armor like plot armor right around her IRL where I feel like we- how many people need to come out after you know about her for her not to have consequences for her actions I don't get it yeah yeah I don't get it either and just the way that he phrased all of this was like super petty so it was shady like it was it was just a a, the perfect level of shade so Mm -hmm. congrats Chris Colfer on being my pettyweight champion of the week yeah it's so good so good (laughs) 
So finally, it's time for This Week in Petty where Sasha is going to share a story about something that happened in real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Oh my God. So this was hard, I will say, because I, I one, as a constant complainer, I'm petty about everything, but then <laughs> to like pick one thing, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. But yeah. it's fine. I think... Again, this just happened yesterday. So thank you to, you know, the gods. Okay, because you and I put out a call and things go. So I feel like this is, it's like inconsequential, which is why I'm bringing it here. Um, That's perfect. Exactly. My favorite thing is when people on this show specify that they're, uh, story is inconsequential because I'm like that's the best exactly. (laughs) Um, and so okay, so it's about Twitter. All right, I Mm. am known on Twitter by myself. I don't care if anyone else knows, but me, I know me (laughs) as you know, person that has the time to argue with trolls. Okay, Mm. I just it is who I am, and I'm I don't get that many, but lately I have been like randomly. I think after Mess Magnets, but just because it's maybe a new show on the network on the Rob has a podcast network, right? Like Mm -hmm. more people are coming for us. Other try Mm. guy stands do not like us anymore. Um, It's great. Okay. So anyway, and I always get some trolls when I tweet about like Big Brother or Survivor because I am always talking about Asian representation and Mm -hmm. rather the lack of it, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. That's a little bit about like, and then someone that was actually on Big Brother once messaged, like tweeted me thinking he did something. And uh, I literally, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, uh, he got checked, let's just say. It. And he was the first one out on his season. So it doesn't actually so matter. He was only in the yeah. house three more days than I was. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so the point is, like, I always get myself in hot water like this. And all I was mm-hmm. tweeting was about Asian representation. Okay. And mm-hmm. then he was mm-hmm. like, but the host of the show is Asian. What that got to do with anything? Oh, my God. Yeah. We're not talking about that right now. (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. Okay. So that just me on Twitter. Okay. Now, I, like I said, I always have time. So lately I've just been noticing a lot of, like I said, well actuallying. And this wasn't about me. So one of my friends, um, Puya from Rob Has a Podcast, got a message, got like this lady, mess, I don't know if it's a lady, sorry, but this person message, like writes to a tweet that is, months old I think it was in August okay and responded yesterday um saying you know questioning his identity basically yeah and being like well tell me who you actually are blah 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 okay so you know me so I was like oh you're yelling about Asians you I'm number I'm here you know (laughs) guess me I showed up okay Like, one thing about me is I'm going to show up in these situations. Okay, cool. So then (laughs) I respond, right? And this person is just, like, so loud and wrong. And is constantly now arguing with me about Indians. I am Indian. And this person is not. But they were just, like, but they live, I guess, in a part of, I'm assuming, the UK that maybe Mm -hmm. has a high population, so they're just, like, loud and wrong and are constantly being like, no, but what's your identity? Why are you mm-hmm. sharing this? Who are you? Mm-hmm. To me, out of nowhere. And I was like, mm-hmm. instead of just apologizing, I'm tired mm-hmm. of, you know, these, like, quote-unquote people that believe that they're liberal. Because this person mm-hmm. has, like, feminist in their bio, like, all this stuff, okay? Brutal. Um, yeah, it's like, 
questioning people. Um, and like mm. I said, I had time. So mm. I definitely wrote back many times. <laughs> but I believe that they just confused one letter of his name, which can change his name from like Middle Eastern Iranian to Indian. Oh, I thought you were gonna no. say that they mistook him. No, they no, no, he was a different person. I was like, oh no, my like God, I think that's so... what it came down to. Oh, was like, I his, see. Yeah. So. <laughs> I see. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just it's so wild and it's yeah. so petty as well. I know because like, why am I here talking about Twitter trolls? But I can't believe it, right? Like the person was so loud and wrong. Yeah. Well, white people definitely like to I be don't like, know well, if like white. Okay, okay, I don't want to make that assumption either, but, like, I do feel like a lot of, okay, maybe not this doesn't apply, but, like, a lot of... Right, it was big Karen energy, period. Doesn't matter what, yeah. I feel like Karens really care, like, really care about, like, percentages and, like, I don't know, like... Right. Yes, like, they really care about, like, specific... They just want you to be on at all times. yeah. Yes, truly, truly. Like, wow. Okay, that's wild. So, yeah. um, did she reply to you? Like, oh yeah, she- yeah. We kept going back and forth, and then they ended with like, "I am from," or an "I ended it." I said I didn't respond again. Well, okay, I did. I'm a liar, but um, because they were just like, "I'm from whatever place in the UK, mate." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, I'm from India, mate." <laughs> <laughs> and then I stopped responding because I was like, "That's iconic. I can't, I can't, I can't come back from that." That's so my point so is like, funny. I'm also petty. Like the, my petty yeah, story could yeah. be me being petty. I don't care. Yeah, okay, yeah. but like I'm tired of this. Okay, I I will not stand for it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I rarely get in like Twitter beefs or like on Instagram and stuff like that. But like. Yeah, when it's I truly do, my I, favorite. Like I definitely get a rush from it. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I don't I'm know saying. what that sounds like. About I me. Get, like, am I the drama? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to make it clear, I'm saying I am petty more than maybe even that person at this point. Yeah, oh my god, no, that's definitely extremely petty. Oh my god, it's just so wild. So did it come up on your timeline or did you like search it out? No, yeah, like it my like it's one of my friends and he retweeted yeah. it. So I was like, oh, he retweeted. Oh, so it. I was oh he like answered her question like about his identity. So I was like, wait, wait, wait. Do I see South Asian? Because you know I love to stick my nose where it doesn't belong. Um, mm. And I like I said, I I always have time, and I'm literally mm. off for the Jewish holidays. What else am I gonna do with my time? Mm. Then besides reflecting on getting yeah, yeah. these people in their place. <laughs> like I said, I'm petty. I know. I know. I it's why it. I have a I'm... pop culture podcast. Yeah, it's why you're on this one. Exactly. (laughs) I am always ready to be petty. (laughs) Okay, this was so much fun. We ended up covering a lot. Yeah. You were saying it was the driest week ever. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Yeah, you can find me, like I said, um, over on Rob Has a Podcast slash Mess Feed, where I cover also pop culture, um, sometimes Bollywood mess from India. So we try to cover a little bit of everything, sometimes sports, with Kirsten McKenna's, um, and our podcast is called Mess Magnets. Go check that out. And in addition, I'm also covering She-Hulk over on Post 
show recaps. So just look up Everything is Super, She-Hulk. Uh, so, you know, if you're if you're wanting more women being badass, that's the show for you, okay? And um, I also cover Never Have I Ever and The Amazing Race on Silent Podcast. And if you can't keep track of anything I just said, follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore 04. Uh, maybe not on Saturdays when I'm yelling about sports, but it's okay. But, you know, it is what it is, okay? Uh, to keep track of everything I'm up to. And thank you so much for having me. This was just truly a joy. It was so much fun. And I'll put, I'll link everything in the episode show notes. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to add everything. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Sasha for joining me on today's episode. I feel like this week has been such a heavy RTBP content week. We had the episode with Dana. We had the Patreon exclusive with Kelly Williams. And then I released the bonus Patreon unlocked version of my episode with Kenzie Kate. And then I guessed it on Old Millennials and Too Stupid to Live. I just think it's a lot of RTBP content. I hope you are not all sick of me. So I just wanted to say once again, thank you so much for sticking around and, you know, participating in the RTBP community. It does not go unnoticed and I am ever so grateful. Okay, folks, I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.